Hola y bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review, brought to you from MedicalSpanishPodcast.com. Soy Molly Martin, and in this podcast, we take on advanced Spanish grammar through interactive examples. We will first review the grammar, and then the interactive examples begin at 2 minutes 30 seconds. Today we are going to cover more examples of when to use the subjunctive in subordinate noun clauses. We are going to practice using the subjunctive in subordinate noun clauses following main clauses that express an attitude of influence or an attitude of emotion or judgment. Compare the use of the indicative versus the subjunctive in the following two statements. Es cierto que voy mañana. It's true that I'm leaving tomorrow. Es urgente que vaya mañana. It's urgent that I leave tomorrow. In this first statement, I am simply reporting reality. Es cierto que voy mañana. And thus I use the indicative mood. In the second, I am trying to influence the outcome of the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause. Es urgente que vaya mañana. And therefore, I used the subjunctive mood. In the last podcast, we practiced using the subjunctive following verbs of influence. And in this podcast, we are going to use the subjunctive following impersonal expressions of influence. Es urgente is an example of an impersonal expression of influence. It is called an impersonal expression because no personal subject is expressed. Verbs and impersonal expressions of influence try to influence the outcome of the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause. They express desire, need, hope, urgency, advice, or a request or command regarding the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause. Now let's practice some examples with impersonal expressions of influence. ¿Listos? Empecemos. It's urgent that you finish quickly. Es urgente que termines rápido. And when no subject is specified after the impersonal expression, we follow it with an infinitive. Interpret, it's urgent to finish quickly. Es urgente terminar rápido. So as we go through the rest of these examples, remember, if no subject is specified, you follow the main clause with an infinitive. If a subject is specified, you follow it with the subjunctive. Es importante. It's important that we follow the rules. Es importante que sigamos las reglas. It's important to follow the rules. Es importante seguir las reglas. Era obligatorio. It was mandatory to attend class.
Era obligatorio asistir a clase. It was mandatory that we attended class. Era obligatorio que nosotros asistiéramos a clase. Or, era obligatorio que nosotros asistiésemos a clase. Fue preciso. It was necessary to speak to them. Fue preciso hablar con ellos. It was necessary that Monica spoke with them. Fue preciso que Monica hablara con ellos. Or, fue preciso que Monica hablase con ellos. Hace falta. They do not need to say it. No hace falta que lo digan. There's no need to say it. No hace falta decirlo. Urge que. It's urgent that we get to work. Poner manos a la obra. Urge que pongamos manos a la obra. Now let's move on to using the subjunctive when the main clause expresses an attitude of emotion or judgment. When the main clause expresses an emotional reaction or value judgment with regards to the event expressed in the subordinate noun clause, we use the subjunctive. Unless the subject remains the same, in which case we follow the main clause with an infinitive. Let's try some examples. Alegrarse. I'm happy to be here. Me alegro de estar aquí. Here there was no change in subject and therefore we used the infinitive estar. Also note that the reflexive verb alegrarse is followed by the preposition de. Me alegro de estar aquí. Now try, I'm glad you have come. Me alegro de que hayas venido. Sentir. I'm sorry that you have to go. Siento que tengas que irte. I'm sorry, I have to go. Siento tener que irme. And when the verb sentir is used to express our perceived reality, we follow it with the indicative. I feel like you're not listening to me. Siento que no me escuchas. 
Lamentar. I'm sorry for not responding sooner. Lamento no haber respondido antes. When expressing apology about something you did or did not do, use haber followed by the past participle of the verb. So try that one again. I'm sorry for not responding sooner. Lamento no haber respondido antes. I am sorry we have not responded sooner. Lamento que no hayamos respondido antes. Le sorprendió. It surprised her that a year had already gone by. Le sorprendió que ya hubiera pasado un año. Or, le sorprendió que ya hubiese pasado un año. Nos enfadó. It angered us that he had not fulfilled the contract. Cumplir el contrato. Nos enfadó que él no hubiera cumplido el contrato. Or, nos enfadó que él no hubiese cumplido el contrato. We liked it that you danced at the wedding. Nos gustó que bailaras en la boda. Or, Nos gustó que bailases en la boda. I liked dancing at the wedding. Me gustó bailar en la boda. No aguanto. I can't stand lying. No aguanto mentir. I can't stand that he lies to us. No aguanto que nos mienta. Tienen miedo. They're afraid to do it. Tienen miedo de hacerlo. They're afraid that you will do it. Tienen miedo de que lo hagas. Tememos. We fear that he will find out the truth. Enterarse de la verdad. Tememos que se entere de la verdad. Ojo. When we use the reflexive verb temerse to acknowledge a regrettable fact, we follow it with the indicative mood. Me temo. I'm afraid we can't go.
Me temo que no podemos ir. Now let's practice impersonal expressions of emotion or judgment. Es una lástima. It's a shame to throw it out. Use desechar. Es una lástima desecharlo. It's a shame that you are throwing it out. Es una lástima que lo deseches. Fue bueno. It was good to get some sleep. Dormir un rato. Fue bueno dormir un rato. It was good you got some sleep. Fue bueno que durmieras un rato. Or, fue bueno que durmieses un rato. No está bien. It's not okay to be here alone. No está bien estar aquí solo. It's not okay that you have been here alone. Addressing a woman. No está bien que hayas estado aquí sola. Es malo. It's bad not to obey her. Es malo no obedecerla. It's bad they don't obey her. Es malo que no la obedezcan. Estuvo mal. It was bad to react that way. Estuvo mal reaccionar así. It was bad that she reacted like that. Estuvo mal que ella reaccionara así. Or, estuvo mal que ella reaccionase así. Ojo, note how in the pre previous examples, we use the adjectives malo y bueno after the verb ser and the adverbs mal and bien after the verb estar. And finally, más vale. It's better to arrive on time. Más vale llegar a tiempo. You better arrive on time. Más vale que llegues a tiempo. Bien hecho. Now that we have learned to use the subjunctive when describing an emotional reaction or value judgment, I'm going to warn you 
that when listening to casual speech, you will sometimes hear the indicative used following an emotional reaction or value judgment to past, present, and habitual events. This is especially common in Latin America. It's good to be aware of this tendency in casual speech in order to avoid confusion, but as learners of Spanish, we should stick to the subjunctive whenever expressing an emotional reaction or value judgment to an event, regardless of whether it's in the past, present, or future. And that wraps up today's podcast. I'll be back soon to cover the use of the subjunctive to express disbelief and denial. Hasta pronto.